it's only in my dreams. But they say if you dream a thing more than once, it's sure to come true. Now, come along with Callie and Cozy, and get tangled up in Disney. No choice. Here comes the smolder. Happy Tuesday! Welcome back to another episode of Tangled Up in Disney. This is the big 1-0. 10, yeah. This is episode number 10! So exciting! Um... Well, this week we're going to do our favorite thing other than video game updates, which is talk um, movies. So we're going to be talking live action versus the OG Disney movies. Mm-hmm. There's um, there's more live action movies than I thought there were. Yep. I, I was going to say that as well. Which is crazy. And older ones than I thought. Yeah, a couple of them I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to keep this one out of the count because I like I don't I will talk about it. It it it's interesting. Um so we've got a couple updates first this week. Do you have any to start? Oh, Disneyland had had one I'm going to say one heck of a week, but I feel like it's one heck of a day. Oh, January 27th. The 27th was huge. Oh, they had the new world of color. They had the new fireworks show. Was it Wondrous? Wondrous Journeys was the fireworks. It's beautiful, by the way. Oh, so the music is incredible. I've watched it on YouTube like a bajillion times. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> there is there is one song in there that I am absolutely in love with, and it's a compilation, and it's Hercules, Moana. Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Um, Hunchback of Notre Dame's in there as well. And was there someone else or is that it? I think that's it, right? I thought it was just the three for them at least. Hunchback, they have woven through in a mm. minuscule amount, which like I'm okay with. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it is the most beautiful melody mashup. Like I... I never would have thought that these songs would go together well, but oh my God, it works beautifully. Like that entire show moved me to tears, but I loved that song. Yeah, it's incredible. And I think that the projections on the castle are just, it's so innovative and clever how they do that. Yeah. Ugh. My favorite so thing, cool. um, Wishes has always been my favorite fireworks show. And I, while I enjoy happily ever after the projections and the fireworks really seem to be separate things. Like the fireworks were just kind of there because it's Disney fireworks, but they mm. didn't really feel like they added to the projections. Whereas for wondrous journeys, some of the projections and the songs hit you harder because of the fireworks going off at the same time. Like I think they've done the projections with the fireworks really, really well. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of hoping that they're using that to maybe update Happily Ever After to include some better timed fireworks too. Yeah, because they are updating it. I correct? think so. Oh, that's going to be so good. But yeah, that was super good. I'm glad there's a bunch of YouTube videos I could watch because I can't be there. Yeah. But it makes me want to go. It makes me really want to go this year for the 100 Years of Wonder celebrations. I think I've convinced Mark that we might do it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's it's one of those ones where, like, last year for Disney World's 50th anniversary, I wanted to go so bad. Um, and it was kind of like a bummer that we missed going. And then leading into the 100th, like, I don't think we're going to be able to go this year either. It's going to depend on how long they extend because I think we might go next year. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm hoping we can get some time in for like the celebrations but seeing everybody else and all the merch that's coming out is amazing it looks so i i i got a funko pop i showed you but this is probably my most favorite funko pop it's so cute it's a disney 100 one and it's walt disney with a drawing like a sketch of mickey mouse i'll show it to the camera but for those on the podcast that's what it is and like the back has a picture of walt drawing mickey it's like I'm never going to open this box, but it's probably my favorite Funko Pop that I have now. I found it on Amazon. I'm so glad you were able to find one. Cozy texted me and and was showing me pictures and it it was sold out already. And then she texted me a little while later. She's like, I found it on Amazon. It is such a pretty box too. Oh, it is. No, the, the merch that they have coming out is beautiful. I love the 100th merch so much more than I love the 50th merch. Yeah. So I'm excited the extent that they're slowly starting to trickle out from um, into other brands. There's So Lego is also, it's the 90th anniversary for Lego and they're doing big things together. And I'm just so oh. excited for them to like just put out a massive Lego thing. And I, I can't wait. And I, I know it's it. coming. That's the problem. Briggs is super into Lego. Our, so his Aiden. birthday party on Saturday is a Lego. I can't birthday. wait to see pictures. And he is he is obsessed with Lego. He's not allowed to leave in the mornings. He has a little clock and it lights up. It's yellow when he can like play in his room. And then when it's green, he can come out. Yeah. Just so he doesn't come out too early. And so when it's yellow, he's always playing with his Legos. And then he'll come and be like, Mom, look what I just made. Oh, that's so much fun. Yeah. Anyway. I can't wait for that. Um, oh, what was the Broadway show that you were talking about? Coco. Coco is, they are, it's not done, but it's in production or rehearsal or something um, where they're going to be doing Coco on the Disney on Broadway. That'll be a gorgeous show. It will. The music in that movie is phenomenal. So that will be... That'll be great. That one will definitely be on my list of ones that I'll want to see. That'll be so much fun. Sorry, I keep looking. My children are not settling. (laughs) I I understand. (laughs) (laughs) I come with a monitor here and if one moves and then the other one's moving and I see eyes open, I'm like, okay, it's fine. It's bedtime. Go to sleep. I was trying to find there was another update that I 
Um, there's so the the Toy Story, um, Toy Story Land in Disney World has the Woody's Rodeo Roundup, I think it's called, and they Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Um, yeah, we talked so about they, that. Yeah, they finally set an open date. Mm. It's going to be March twenty third. And let me tell you, they posted pictures of the food. It looks good. I saw it. I disagree heartily. I think it (laughs) looks horrible. And I say this for a couple of reasons. If you can't make the pictures look appetizing to me when you're there, your promo photos, there's a problem. Like saucy and (laughs) barbecuey. None of it looks it. Honestly, it all looks really dry to me. And maybe that's just like a me thing. Oh, no. Um, But I. When I was doing some of it looked bad. When I was doing my internship, the I worked in Hollywood Studios and was with food and service. And a couple of the restaurants I worked in had barbecue. And the barbecue at those quick service restaurants looked better than the barbecue at the sit down restaurant. Oh wow. Uh and it wasn't still wasn't good barbecue. Mm. The barbecue was still bad at the quick service that I worked at. So if this is looking worse than that. Oh um, no. I think there are some problems. There's a few things that looked interesting. They have like a watermelon salad that could be really good. Um, a tomato salad and like a, a romaine and kale salad. It really says something when your salads are well, good, look good to me. <laughs> At a barbecue place. Oh, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh, goodness. I mean, there's some interesting sides. Like they've got the, they're doing the thing with the corn that everybody loves right now where it's got like the, the chili lime blend on it. With some cotilla cheese, lime juice, and cilantro. Like, I'm sure that would taste really good. Plant based baked beans don't sound the best to me because I think there should probably be some type of meat in the baked beans. But I can appreciate that Disney's trying to do more plant based options because they didn't really have any vegetarian or vegan options like ever in the parks until recently. So, like, good for them to try to give more options. That way, people on dietary restrictions can eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the barbecue does not like the ribs they have in that picture look like the sauce is dried on. It doesn't look drippy. The, the brisket looks dry. The chicken looks burnt. I just, I'm, I'm <laughs> hope it's better than what it looks like to me. Um, maybe it'll be good. Look, I'm we'll also, see. I'm also Southern. Barbecue. I have barbecue expectations. Yeah. And Disney's not meeting those, but Disney's not like a barbecue place. No. Really? So. No. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway opened. And then like shut down Closed. and reopened. <laughs> yeah. Which I still don't. I still don't understand. It's a trackless ride. How does that come off the track? What are you doing to cause a trackless ride to untrack itself? It's impressive. I don't, I don't know what happened with rocking that. Rocking the ro- railway or something. <laughs> Somebody was really getting into the, there's like a conga scene. They were really getting into yeah. it. Yeah. That's all I had for updates. Yeah. After after like back to back weeks, it feels like a really slow update week all of a sudden. Which I mean, we get because they just wait. Well, they were fast and furious with the updates at the beginning of the year, right? Yeah. Which good for them. They needed to. They have a 
think they have like a quarterly meeting for shareholders coming up if it hasn't already happened. So like they needed to put out some updates and what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Movie time. Let's do it. Okay. Um, I'm going to be honest. I have not seen a ton of these. What? Oh, <laughs> I was going to say the opposite. I've probably, I've probably seen all of them except. I'm so glad because I've only seen a handful. <laughs> mm. Um. So out at, let's start here. So I have, I have a count of 19, but that's including some old ones. Once you take the old school ones out, I think it's like 15 or 16 that I have mm-hmm. a count of. Um, out of the live actions, what has been your favorite to date and why? Oh boy. I have, uh, I have four. Okay. I don't four know. Four favorites? Yes. Okay. I think that's about as many as I've seen. <laughs> Are you kidding? I don't wow. like the live actions. Wow. Yeah, no, I've seen, Yeah. I've seen almost all of them. I was surprised that there's two Jungle Books. I did not know that there was one way back. I didn't either. So there's the Jungle Book in 1994. Mm -hmm. And then the more recent live action from 2016. Yep. I had no idea that there was another one. Okay. uh, I love Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Um... That's a big, probably my favorite. If I had to choose, um, it would probably be Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Um, okay. I guess I'll just say my top favorites. Uh, and then Cinderella was really mm-hmm. good. Um, Alice in Wonderland. Yes. Love that. Johnny Depp. Mm. Excellent. Very, very good. It's a good one. And then I really enjoyed Cruella. Did you see that? I have not seen Cruella yet. Cruella it's very yet. good. It's very good. It's on my list because that one does actually look interesting to me. Um, and yeah, because it's not. It's not trying to copy an old movie. It seemed like it was very much so on its own with yes. just the same characters. Yes, she. It's her backstory, basically. How like more she of an origin story. Who she was. And it's very, very good. Okay. I'll have to put that one on. It is a little bit dark. Um, Sometimes those are the best ones, though. It's very, yeah. It's a very good, interesting movie. It's a good take on on her. And you see, like, why she is the way she is. Mm -hmm. Like, it makes so much more sense. But yeah, those those would be my favorite. I just, I, I feel like, for me... Live actions are usually disappointing uh, because I feel like there's two categories. There's one where they're trying to just replicate the OG Disney movie, but in real life with real mm-hmm. life people, or they're not trying to do that at all. It's like completely separate. Yeah. So I feel like they do one or the other. And you can really mess up on one or the other. And it's interesting. Um, I have, so I have a list pulled open um, based on what their ratings were on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Um, you would think it'd be one way or the other, right? Like if you're doing a true one-to-one remake versus an original based off characters you already know, you would think that the audience would go one way or the other, right? Either an audience is going to really love a one-to-one live action remake, or they're going to prefer an original style movie, but it seems like it's really split. And I don't know if Mm -hmm. that's part of how they did the movie versus somebody just doesn't like the story overall. Um, But I, I, I agree. I, I tend to prefer the ones that are an original story with characters we already know because it gives you more information into the characters typically because it's either a, um, it's somebody's backstory or it's like an epilogue to what they did in the movie we've already seen. Not necessarily a sequel, but just a follow up on characters we already know. Yeah, I tend to like those better than a straight live action, which is honestly why I haven't seen very many of these. The live action don't really interest me i guess yeah Um, i mean i think the problem with doing a one-to-one with them trying to just make a live action that's very similar to the original is that you can mess that up quite easily or even if they make a little tweak and you're like oh that's not the same some people don't like that part yeah I I didn't like Mulan. Yeah. At all. And Mulan for, so did Mulan stray further away from like the original Mulan? Like they didn't have the the same story. See, and not, well, we can, we'll talk about sidekicks one week, but not having Mushu is a big issue. It's a very big issue. Mushu was the humor of Mulan. Like And see it wasn't humorous. So I mean if they were going for like a war movie, they did that. But I just I I didn't I don't know if they because I think they were trying for it to be like the original. But then they strayed so far in some parts that it just it wasn't was just not enjoyable. That's why I still haven't seen Mulan. I I love the music from Mulan so much. And just Mushu as a character, as soon as I heard that they weren't going to have Mushu in the live action, I lost all interest in the movie. And there's no music. There's no music? They don't sing. Okay, so they literally just focused on, this War. is a hor- historical retelling of what yes. Mulan would have been like. Yes. And may- they might have some... They might have had some, like, music in the background, but they don't sing in the movie. And that was also a very disappointing part of that movie as well. So if you're going into it thinking it's more like a live-action retelling of then what yes. you already know, you're yeah. not going to, like, it's not what you th- think it is. No, no, there's no music, there's no... Mushu or humor, really. It's just a girl took her father's place in war and now she's trying to be a man and go to war. Interesting. So if you go into it knowing that, like, it's not a remake, then maybe it's okay. But I, yeah, I was very disappointed with that one. The, the reviews 
almost like the bad reviews almost across the board on Mulan. So Mulan overall on Rotten Tomatoes ranked at 72%, which is to me mm. shockingly high. On a scale of 19, it's ranked number six. Mm. But the bad reviews across the board all say that it's lacking emotion. It's lacking yes. personality. It's lacking what the Disney Mulan, what it brought into the movie, getting emotionally connected to the characters that you're dealing with, getting emotionally connected to Mulan and like feeling her. She's uh, very cold. And when you let, when you lose that emotion, you lose a lot of a movie because I'm like, if I can't emotionally connect with you as a main character, like I'm out. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's difficult in that one. I might have, I'm, I intend to give most of these movies, if not all of them, a try, but that one's like probably on the bottom of my list. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would, you should watch Corella before Mulan. Yeah. I might actually, I have some downtime um, after a certain court trial's over that I've been riveted with. So once that's over, I'll probably try to watch Mulan um, in my downtime of a work day. Yeah. So I, I'm torn. I, so I've seen a, a handful of these. Out of the ones that are here, I've seen Cinderella from 2015. I've seen Beauty and the Beast from 2017. Aladdin from 2019. Maleficent. The Lion King, and then the Alice in Wonderland and Alice Through the Looking Glass. Mm -hmm. I, my least favorite out of all of those was The Lion King. And I can't even say that that's for anything other than it wasn't Disney's Lion King. Mm -hmm. Like Disney's Lion King to me is, like we've talked about it before, that, that feels like one of those iconic 90s movies it was my childhood I grew up on that movie and so the live action took away the fun colors that I knew it changed so like I even like the Broadway better than I like the live action the Broadway for yeah. me is phenomenal I love that I didn't enjoy this live action the way I thought I don't even think I watched the whole thing all the way through I'm pretty sure I turned it off halfway through I'm happy I didn't remember. pay for it in theaters yeah wasn't my favorite either. I think this is why I like our original retellings better because there's too much I expect walking into a one-to-one -one retelling. Now, I say that I really loved Beauty and the Beast. And Beauty and the mm -hmm. Beast did feel like a really close one-to-one -one retelling. Maybe that's why. I don't feel like I lost anything between the original Beauty and the Beast and the live-action retelling. No. And I, I love anything they added. Yeah, she's great. If anything, they added a little bit of backstory to that one, which kind of helped a little. Yeah. Yeah, that one was phenomenal. So they took on Aladdin surprised me. And Aladdin was always going to be difficult for multiple reasons. First and foremost, you can't replace Genie asking somebody to step into an iconic role of trying to fill in Robin Williams shoes playing the genie. I love Will Smith and I think he did everything in that role that he could. And I don't, 
I don't want to take away from what he did to be the genie because I actually think he did really well. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like Aladdin without Robin Williams. Yeah. Like that, that's mm-hmm. hard. Um, but this one, it was another one. They did a close one-to-one retelling with a few differences. My, most of my gripes being the songs weren't the same. And I really wanted to sing along to the songs that I knew. And I was mad that they weren't, <laughs> they weren't the same. Um, I thought it was decent. I still like Beauty and the Beast and Cinderella far more than Aladdin. Yeah. Maleficent, I loved. I think we talked about Maleficent last week with villains. I thought it was a fantastic addition to what we didn't already know. There's not a lot you know about Maleficent going into it from watching Sleeping Beauty. And so this didn't feel like a retelling. It just felt like you get to find out more about the character and what's going on. Um, so being able to see that was great. I actually didn't see the sequel to this one. Um, so the sequel, The Mistress of Evil. I missed that one. I I do want to sit down and watch it, especially since I liked Maleficent so much. But the ratings are like weirdly bad on it. Like Maleficent even itself was bad. It only has a 54% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a rotten rating overall for them. But then the sequel scored 39%, which seems crazy to me because I thought Maleficent was like a community-wide, pretty well-loved story. I didn't realize that the movie did as poorly with critic ratings as it did. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, Pinocchio just has like trash ratings too. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, I saw it. It's a little bit creepy. I, I, we talked about this. Pinocchio itself is creepy. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, a little bit creepy, but <laughs> it was okay. I didn't actually, I didn't realize Tom Hanks was in it. Yeah. Like, he, does like a, he does a good cast. job. He does a good job. That'll be another one where it's like, it, it'll be on my Disney plus wish list, and I will eventually get bored enough with whatever I'm doing to like open it and watch it. Somebody in chat goes, Pinocchio scares me. Pinocchio is terrifying. We talked about that last week too. Like I, that's probably another reason it'll take me forever to watch this live action is the animated version scared me so bad and traumatized me as a kid that like, I don't know. Maybe I'll see it. Maybe I won't. I think for, um, I think certain movies straying and not doing an exact one to one was very smart. Mm-hmm. Um, those being Alice Wonderland. Oh, I adore Alice in Wonderland retellings. Yeah, I think and, they like, did I was a, super into this one. A very good job. Um, Cruella and Maleficent. I yes. think those three were very. It was a smart choice not to do a one to one. I mean, with Maleficent, you couldn't because it's Maleficent rather than Sleeping Beauty, right? Um. But yeah, I thought it was very smart. Yeah, I I am fully on board for those. Alice in Wonderland was... Um, I'll, I'll be right back. But um, was one of those really interesting movies that like, you already kind of know the story of Alice in Wonderland, but this movie just gave you a very interesting twist on it, which most Alice in Wonderland's retellings do um, from both a, a movie and a book perspective. I feel like that's a book retelling that I will dive into a lot. Alice in Wonderland 
Beauty and the Beast, even Cinderella. Those seem to be like very popular book retellings. But I thought the movie did a great job. Now, the sequel, Alice Through the Looking Glass, done in 2016, was still a gorgeous movie. And I liked it. I got through it to the end, but it's not one of those ones that I would rewatch, I don't think. Like I, I think it I think it missed a lot of character development that the first one had. Like we learn you get more of the backstory of the Mad Hatter in the sequel, and it just doesn't it doesn't hit you with the same oomph that the first one does for Alice in Wonderland. There's another one on here. Um Christopher Robin as a live action, which is I guess kind of a retelling of Winnie the Pooh. I haven't seen it, so I guess I can't speak to it all too much. It does have Ewan McGregor in it, though, and like I will sit and watch him and probably just about anything, so I should really give it a try. Um, I, maybe Winnie the Pooh just like wasn't my thing, like chat and those who of you who are listening like was that just like a childhood thing for you for Winnie the Pooh or did you because it's something that interested you I could also have a little bit of like PTSD because I watched oh what was it it's not even related so I don't know why but Saving Mr. Banks I don't know if you guys have seen Saving Mr. Banks it's for Oh, I'm a horrible Disney fan. I'm blanking. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, I'll circle back to it. Uh, but that live action made me like sob my eyes out almost the entire way through the movie. And I think I, I think I somewhere feel a little traumatized when it comes to live action Disney movies now that I just don't even want to touch them. <laughs> It, maybe that's it too. Yeah. Um, so Winnie the Pooh became a, I guess they, Disney lost the trademark on it. So people can technically use Winnie the Pooh in various versions for media. And so somebody's made like a horror retelling of Winnie the Pooh and it looks creepy. Maybe that's why I don't want to watch Christopher Robin at all. I don't want to see the cuddly bear like bite into people. I'm good. So out of 19 live action movies, there is, uh, as I said, I'm, I'm looking at the Rotten Tomatoes ratings. So all the way, shocking me at the very first, so that the top Rotten Tomatoes rating is The Jungle Book from 2016. It's rated at 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is like their certified fresh. It, it is insane to me that it is rated that high because I... I feel like I remember hearing that it wasn't that good. It was like visually stunning, but not necessarily interesting for the story. So I think that one along with Corella is going to probably be top on my list to go ahead and watch. Like I, I liked Jungle Book, the original. It's not one of my favorites. Aiden will see it eventually, but it, like it's not up there for me at at that high of a percentage. So, and I guess it, it really wasn't with the audience either. So like critics rated it at 94%, but audience rated it at 86%. You're good. 
Um, I talked a little bit about the like Christopher Robin with Winnie the Pooh. I haven't seen it. I'm not a big oh, Winnie the Pooh person. I went to the theater for that one. Is that one good? Yeah. That is cute. It's cute. a cute movie. It seems like it'd be a fun one for kids. I mean, yeah, it's not. I would definitely recommend watching it. Yeah. Um, it's got it's like a feel good movie. Mm. Right. I mean, it's Winnie the Pooh, so he's <laughs> kind of scary. Could it be? <laughs> yeah, he's a feel good <laughs> kind of guy. Um, but yeah, I thought it was good. It's not like, oh my gosh, you need to go see it. But if you want a feel good <laughs> movie that your kids can watch, yeah, I'd go to that. I'd 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 watch that one. Did you see the movies? Or the live action movies that are coming. You're reading my mind. I'm literally Googling right now upcoming Disney live action movies to like see what I've missed. There's four. Okay, hit me with them. Okay, hold on. Let me grab Little Mermaid, which we've yep. seen a little bit of a teaser trailer for. Yep. I'm super excited for that. Peter Pan and Wendy. Yeah. They're going to make a movie of that. Uh, Mufasa, The Lion King. I re- oh they talked about this at D23. It's um it's a Disney Plus like show series, right? I'm not sure. Maybe. Okay. And Snow White apparently. Again? I mean Snow White is one. one. Snow White is one to me that I feel like has been done so many times. I can't believe Disney hasn't been the one to do it. Yeah, like Mirror Mirror is a uh Snow White there's that one. There's, ooh, what's the one with um, uh, Kristen? What's her face from Twilight? Stuart? Yeah. yeah, she was in one. Uh huh. Is was that that was just called the Huntsman, wasn't it? Yes. No, wait, in the Huntsman. Yes. Maybe that one was decent for a Kristen Stewart movie. Interesting. Yeah. I, so I knew about I, somebody. There's one in here about um, Haunted Mansion as well, which. Haunted Mansion, I feel like it was already live action, so they're just remaking basically the Haunted Mansion movie. But um, I didn't know that was a movie. Haunted Mansion? Yeah. Oh, it's with Eddie Murphy. It's very good. I like it. I think it's maybe one of those like cult fan favorites, and there's a bunch of people out there who probably hate it, and I know hate it, but I thought it was actually very good. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen that one. I recommend that one. I like it. I also, I adore the Haunted Mansion ride. It's one of my favorite rides. So anything that I can get more content for on that, I'm, I'm going to go into it. I don't know that I'm excited for the Peter Pan and Wendy. Yeah. That's another one that like Peter Pan has felt very, very, very redone. Yes. A lot. Because there's the one with um, Robin Williams. Yep. Hook. Hook is great. Yeah. I don't know that you can top a, a live action remake with Hook. Hook was great. It was good. So it, fill, it dives deeper into Wendy's story as she joins the boy who refuses to grow up. I'm sorry. The, the original Peter Pan was Wendy's story. 
okay, Disney, I will, I will put my trust in Disney. <laughs> I'll watch it. Jude Law's Captain Hook. That could be very good. Disenchanted is already on Disney Plus. I have not seen Lady and the Tramp. I haven't either. I have to watch that one. I'm interested in this Mufasa. So it's a prequel to The Lion, which makes sense. It's Mufasa. They can't really do a sequel to The Lion King with Mufasa. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Be a little boring. <laughs> um, told in flashbacks where Rafiki, Timon, and Pumbaa tell the story of Mufasa to a young lion cub. It reveals the rise of one of the greatest kings of the Pride Lands. I have an immediate issue with that. Why? Timon and Pumbaa didn't know Mufasa. He was dead. They, knew they only know of Mufasa through Simba. But didn't they live in the same pride land or whatever? Uh, are they so pulling from one and a half? So wouldn't mm -hmm. they have? Maybe. Uh, I will. All right. Chat and listeners, I'm giving myself homework. I will rewatch Lion King one and a half. Oh no, the horror. <laughs> and I will report back to you next week on my feelings regarding this Mufasa show. <laughs> because as of right now, I don't like that Timon and Pumbaa are part of retelling. I think it should be somebody like Simba and Nala. But <sighs> again, I'll put my trust in Disney. Put your trust in Disney. I love Disney. They make questionable decisions. Lion King, yeah. one and a half. Cali homework. My boss messages <laughs> me, what are you doing right now? I'm just watching Lion King, one and a half, while I work on this report. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Don't worry. Speaking of, oh my, I. So I'm in work meetings. Just as I'm thinking, everybody at work knows that I love Disney. Everybody that I work with, third parties that I work with, they know I love Disney. It's not a surprise to anybody. Um, I, they, they've been joking recently. They're like, man, Callie, every time you come into a meeting, I feel like we're like getting a podcast with Callie. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> hmm. Funny you should say that. I'm like, it is a podcasting mic. I do a podcast. It's, it's, it's whatever. They're like, oh. Is it interesting? I'm like, I mean, it's Disney, so I'm very interested in it, but I doubt any of you are. Uh, but now they all wanted to know the name of the podcast, so they all have the name of the podcast. So if you are listening to this and you know me, no, you don't. And don't bring this up in any meetings. Okay, thanks. <laughs> but also, hi. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yes, thank you. But you but yeah, don't so know I think, me. Yeah, there's the two categories. I, uh, either really good or okay or really bad it's so hard like I feel like that's that's the dilemma of Hollywood right now and this is why this is another reason I'm not super into live action remakes do they go out on a branch and tell you an original story that they don't know if it's going to work or not and they're taking a gamble on what they think the audiences will like or do they spend the money to redo something they know is beloved and hope that they do it the right way to where you double dip and get money from people who already love the original. That's like such a Hollywood. That's why things like Snow White 
Cinderella, Peter Pan have been redone so many times by so many movie companies Mm -hmm. because it, I mean, it works. Why do I keep rereading Beauty and the Beast books from all these different authors? Because I love it. It's a great story. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Live actions are hit or miss. Very, very much so. I hope they do good. I hope they do good things with Little Mermaid. From the snippet we've seen, the singing is phenomenal. Her voice is, um, and I think that's incredible. I think I heard that's why they picked her was for her voice. So I think this is going to be a very, very um, song heavy movie, which which I want makes me happy because the movie, the music in Little Mermaid is fantastic. Mm -hmm. So if they could just like, like under the sea classic, kiss the girl, just keep, keep the good songs and they have good singers. They'll make it even better. Like I, I don't know. What do I want from a live action remake? If you're going to go one-to-one like that, I want the music. Yeah. I would probably be okay if you change the lyrics in one of the verses, but you kept it mostly the same, maybe added a verse that or hasn't even, been released before. Even add a song. Yeah. Like things like that I'm totally cool with. Um I wouldn't mind if you go into a little bit more conversation over certain characters and scenes that maybe we didn't have before, but I still want King Triton getting mad at his daughter for going up to the ocean to stare at the person that she's like got some weird 16 year old crush on. And she like has her teenage moment and and runs away and Ursula pulls her in and then everything goes wrong. Like I want that story still give me more information on it. You can change a few things here and there, but if you're going to do a one-to-one, I still want the story that I know mm-hmm. with more information. So maybe that is what I would want from a live action remake. Yeah, I agree. I can get behind that. And if you're going to go original, I would love backstories, pre-sequels. I'll take an epilogue or a sequel if my main character isn't dead. Thanks, Mufasa. No, oh. give me more information. Oh, I no. love extra information. <laughs> Speaking of Mufasa, extra information. Do you know what Scar's name was before he got the scar? No. Taka. Do you know what that means in Swahili? No. Trash. <laughs> no, it doesn't actually. Uh, dirt or garbage? Scar, um, you're trash. Side, side piece. Do you know what Mufasa means in Swahili? No. It means king. Oh. <laughs> they really set those kids up for success. Yeah. Well, I'm going to name you king and you're going to be trash. Oh, no. <laughs> it really gives the air and the spare vibes. You, you really know who the favorite is. And they say moms don't have favorites. That one did. Man. That one did. <laughs> that is it. All right. That's my that's my underground Disney knowledge for you all today. Love that. Yeah, I think that's all I had, though. Same. I've got some homework. I'll come back to y'all next week. I promise. With my homework. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. I'm I'm silly, y'all. We're silly. 
Disney Dreamlight Valley possibly has an update later this week into next week. We haven't talked about this yet. We're silly. Um, I bet it'll be a whole another episode. It will be. It looks there's, good. There's a lot of updates that are coming. Um, they released information over. Did we did we talk about this briefly last week? Where they're like, we know there's an update coming in February. We know there's okay, cool. Um, they're teasing a lot of information that sounds like it's close to happening sometime in the next week or two. So just know, obviously, if an update happens this week, um, we have a Twitter and we're we going to be talking about it on that Twitter before the next episode. And you will get all of the information on our next episode, um, which I think we're doing Monday night. Are we doing the next one yes. Monday? Yeah. Yeah. So next episode is going to be on Monday, Jan- or February 6th. Same time, 9.30 to 10 Eastern, 6.30 to 7. I can do math. Uh, <laughs> Pacific. Um, so if an update comes this week, you will most definitely hear from us. If you want to stay up to date, check out our Twitter. That is at Tangled Up in Disney. Tangled in Disney. I think Tangled Up in Disney was too long. Hold on. Let me look. At Tangled in Disney. is the twitter perfect at tangled in disney on twitter check us out um retweeting all of the updates we can find talking about them there if the update doesn't come until <laughs> if the update doesn't come until the previous week obviously we'll catch up on that as soon as we can uh, but we're very excited for oh. the disney dreamlight valley update that's probably in the next few days fingers crossed so excited it's gonna be great um, it'll be amazing but- Yes. So follow our socials. Uh, we do have this new Twitter. I would love to see those follows blow up. Um, so at Tangled in Disney on Twitter, check us out. I'm sure we're going to be talking a lot there, especially since you guys can comment so easily on anything that we're putting out. As always, we are at Tangled Up in Disney podcast on both TikTok and Instagram. Hopefully you're listening to us on Apple and Spotify, but if you are not, Tangled Up in Disney is a podcast that you can listen to on Apple and Spotify, and you can watch us live Tuesday nights from 9.30 to 10 Eastern, 6.30 to 7 Pacific on uh, twitch.tv slash cozy, um, barring next week. Next week, again, we are going live Monday, Monday. Yeah. because special things are coming out Tuesday. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so many things. So there's so much going on. I love new games. I love new things. This is great. Um, Check us out. Let us know what you thought. What are your favorite live action movies? Which ones do you hate? I want to know all of them that I should watch first because I have not seen as many as I should have. So let us know. And until next time, stick around and get tangled up in Disney with us. Bye. Bye.